Hello and welcome back to The Queer Protagonist. My name is Sam and I believe that by sharing your story, you can help light someone's path a few steps forward. Today's episode, I hope to share with you some of my joy, some of the moments that I have felt safe and celebrated, acknowledged and fought for. I think every queer person knows what it feels like to feel the opposite, to feel like they're not advocated for, like there's not safe space for them. But what about those places where you're welcomed to bloom, where you are embraced and given space to shine, where queerness is welcomed, where you're celebrated and advocated for? Those places are sacred. I want to start with a question. What places come to mind of places where you can just be completely yourself? You don't have to put on a face. You don't have to say, hey, yeah, I'm doing great when you're really struggling. You don't have to be anything but yourself. You can show up just as you and you're loved. You can be angry. You can be sad. You can be full of joy. You can be laughing your head off. And no matter how you're feeling, you're welcomed and you're embraced to be fully, authentically, unapologetically you. Those places are so, so sacred. I know queer people, we know what it feels like to feel the opposite. I, for one, can attest to that. I taught English in Russia, in in Moscow, and my host guide, she told me after I sang several times in the street, she said, Sam, please don't sing or dance in the street. It's, It's not safe. I grew up in the Mormon church in conservative communities where queerness was anything but welcomed. I also attended BYU, which we all know how safe that is for LGBTQ plus people. It's simply not. If you're openly queer, you face being kicked out of school. That's not a place of safety. I always felt like I needed to put on a mask to hide this massive part of myself I never felt safe to just be me and I felt so much shame and it was anything but a queer affirming space. So many queer people, we know what it feels like to not feel welcome. Today and over the next couple weeks, I want to share with you nine of the places that have brought me so much joy that have been queer affirming where I felt welcomed and affirmed as a queer person where I can be authentically myself and so I'm going to break this down into three weeks three per week I'm so excited to share these places and experiences with you and really let you into little parts of my life how I felt and a little map to this joy a window into how it's felt and I want to start with a disclaimer by checking my privilege I am a white able-bodied cis male So much of queerness is designed for me to thrive. There are places that are built for me. And so by sharing this episode, I'm sharing it to share my joy. And also as a challenge for myself and for you listening to think about how we can work to make spaces more accessible and welcoming to more LGBTQ plus people than just the white cis male like myself. So let's begin. This first story is a little piece of my heart. It's the very first time I ever came out to anyone in my entire life. 
It was August of 2015, the summer after high school graduation. I had never told anyone that piece of me inside. It was a secret that I thought I never wanted anyone to see. While my friends dated and had crushes and had their first kisses through high school, I focused on achievement, being president of nearly every club, getting perfect grades, winning like 52 grand in private scholarships. I just focused on everything I could to show that I was someone that was worthy of love, but I never could really fully be myself. Freshman year of high school, I met my best friend, Aubrey. She came from a big family. I knew that her older brother is gay, and she always spoke of him with so much love that he was her best friend. She loved him so much and that he was just living this beautiful life. And at that time, I didn't really know anyone who so openly advocated and and was a safe space like that. From the start, Aubrey told me through her words that she is a safe space. 18 years of my life passed by. I graduated from high school and I still hadn't told anyone. But eventually it just boiled to the surface. I needed to tell someone. I needed to let someone know. And the one person that came to mind was my best friend, Aubrey. It was an August night. It was a bunch of us besties piled on the couch watching Parks and Rec, laughing our heads off. One by one, each of these friends left as the clock hit 1030. But Aubrey and I kept talking, chatting on the couch in our basement. Eventually, as we giggled and laughed and talked about summer plans, uh, things got a little quieter. And I told her, I need to tell you something, but I need you to promise that it'll be a secret. She told me, Sam, you can tell me anything. I promise it stays between us. I found myself getting so nervous, shaking, my whole body shaking. And I told her, I think that I'm, and then minutes passed by. She said, Sam, you can tell me, please, you can tell me anything. Finally, as minutes, more minutes passed by, I found the words, I think I'm gay. I continued to talk and talk and talk and and vent and and start crying as she embraced me and told me how much she loved me, that she would support me no matter what. And in that little basement of my best friend Aubrey's house, that was the first queer affirming space I've been in, where I was told that I was so fully unconditionally loved. And no matter what my journey looked like, that she would be there to support me. And the cool thing is, is that Aubrey really has supported me all along. She listened as I navigated everything and has been one of my best supporters and still one of my closest friends to this day. So that's the first story and there's so much more to it, but more than anything, it's just a beautiful piece of my story of a friend who made safe space for me at a time when I didn't feel like I could tell anyone else. The next experience I want to share is the Normal Heights United Church in San Diego. Like I said, I grew up Mormon and that was the most important part of my life for 
at least the first 20 years of my life. It was everything. To my family, we did prayers and scripture every night. We went to church every Sunday. We went to youth group every Wednesday. It was everything. But when I decided to leave the church, once I made that decision where I felt like it was not aligned with my values, it's not something that I believed in anymore or wanted to support, I decided to take a step back from religion and from going to church. I, although I felt so much peace with that decision to leave the LDS church, I also felt this gap inside of myself of wanting to reconnect with spirituality, wanting to reconnect with the idea of prayer and, and with my relationship with God and at least just spending time figuring that out more a little bit. So when I moved to San Diego in 2021, I took the time to go to a couple of different churches and they were all pleasant in different ways. But at one point I had a friend recommend to me the Normal Heights United Church and it's a United Methodist Church. And from the very first day, I was welcomed. I had about seven people ask me for my name, meet me, ask me where I was from, welcome me to events. I just felt so loved. And from the start, I also noticed that their lessons included queer people. During the prayer, they they prayed for the trans community after some violence had occurred. There were queer people all throughout the congregation, a gay couple in front of me holding hands. I met several people who introduced themselves with they, them pronouns. I, I just felt like there was space for me where I was celebrated and fought for. And so that's my experience with the Normal Heights United Church. I felt welcomed and loved as a queer person. And I'm still figuring out my relationship with the idea of religion and spirituality and, and how I feel. But I do know that places like that are beautiful. And I just feel so grateful for places like that, that take something like religion and spirituality and Christianity, things that are typically so unwelcoming to queer people and make it a place where queer people are not just tolerated or accepted, but welcomed, celebrated, and fought for. So cheers to the Normal Heights United Church. I love it. <laughs> and I really want to find places, more places like that now living in New York. Okay, for this last one, believe me, it's so hard for me to not just share all nine of these places that I want to share with you at once, but I'm super excited to be sharing them over the next couple weeks. A few weeks ago, I made a trip out to Provo, Utah. Now, you might be thinking, Sam, why did you go back to Provo, Utah to BYU? Wasn't that like a really hard experience for you? Yes, you're right. <laughs> well, I was actually visiting my dream team. We Every single year, me, Lauren, Sierra, and Allison, we do a trip to see each other. We went to Boston, San Diego, Seattle, Salt Lake. We've kind of hopped all over together. And this year... Two of them were pregnant, and one of them was having their baby shower in Provo. So there I went. While I was there, we spent some time near BYU campus, and I just felt some of that shame come back into my body. And I honestly had a physical reaction, and I felt really, really down. Back into the feeling like I had to hide myself. Just remembering how how unsafe I felt. And even though I made some of these 
best friends in my whole life while I was at BYU. I received a great education in so many aspects. I never felt like I could be myself, and I started to feel that creeping back inside of me. But while we were in Salt Lake, Allison and I actually stumbled upon this bookstore, and it's called Under the Umbrella, and it's queer-owned, and you walk in, and there's just rainbows everywhere. It's full of queer fiction and nonfiction, poetry, young adult, mystery, and biographies just dedicated to queer stories. And to me, that is my heaven, just the happiest place on earth. I grew up loving reading. I was a Harry Potter stan, Percy Jackson, Fable Haven. Um, every single series that was big, I read it. I was always reading. That was my joy. But I never really grew up with queer stories. And I'm learning as I get older how much joy I find from the representation in queer books. From learning about people's journeys to imagining myself as this character in this magic journey. As someone who's queer, there's so much joy to be found there. And so... Finding this queer bookstore, I've never felt just more safe. And here in New York, this last week, there was National Independent Bookstore Day. So I went to this bookstore called Blue Stockings Cooperative Bookstore. Same idea, queer books everywhere. I just felt so welcomed. So that's the last one that I wanted to share today. How important those stories are. And that kind of goes back to my thing, that when you share your story, you can help light someone's path a few steps forward. And all of these places, they're so, so, so important to me. And I'm super excited to continue to share more of these with you. And I'd love to hear more from you, what spaces you felt queer joy. And you felt like you can be unapologetically yourself, whether you're queer or not. I think that it's such a sacred feeling when a place or person gives you that safety to be yourself, to show up as you are. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you know that you are so loved. Remember to be kind to yourself and others. And I love you so much.